Hello, and thank you for joining Set Apart with KC. I'm glad you're here today, and here's the thing. This is going to be one of the shortest podcasts I probably make, and let me explain why. Today, I watched a New York State Department of Health hearing, and I cried. I didn't cry tears of fear. I cried tears of anger. What I watched was beyond upsetting and a very clear indication that we have leaders in charge of us that are not looking out for our best interest and that we've become a country that has committees and boards and board of elections and the board of supervisors and the board of education and all of these boards that aren't doing anything that we need them to do. And once we have a problem, we're not able to pull them down like we need to. So I'm watching this Department of Health meeting and it's an emer- I guess it's an emergency meeting and they're talking about mandating the COVID vaccine for healthcare workers. So we've all been expecting this now that the Pfizer vaccine has been approved even though a bunch of people got Moderna and the j and I'm not sure how that's all going to work. I'm sure they'll get their approval soon enough. But we're, I'm watching this entire um, hearing, and I'm expecting it to be, oh, it's mandated, blah, blah, blah. How can we incentivize people to get it, blah, blah, blah. But that's not what I watched. What I watched was they're mandating it for healthcare workers And at the same time, they're removing the religious exemptions and also tightening in on the medical exemptions. So let me get to the medical exemption part first. Now, doctors can write a medical exemption, and it should always be that a doctor, if a doctor says a person's contraindicated for a vaccine, they should not have to get it. But unfortunately, that's not the case. I have two children that have been told by two specialists that they should no longer get any vaccinations due to a uh, adverse reaction that they had, which resulted in a permanent injury. However, when New York State removed the religious exemptions from kids in New York State, they also tightened in the medical exemptions to be very, very, very strict. So no longer could it be just a doctor said you shouldn't get these vaccinations and then the school accepted it. Now it's that a doctor says it and a school determines if they think it's valid, which is absolutely preposterous to think that some person on a school board would be making a decision regarding my child's health and what their doctor had said who knows their health files. But the fact that religious exemptions were taken away in the first place is utterly ridiculous. But anyway, I watched these New York State Department of Health officials state that Uh, doctors are giving medical exemptions too liberally and that um, not only would the exemptions for medical need to be within certain guidelines that, you know, they set, but that physicians that do too many or they're found to have a medical exemption for a reason that's not valid in their opinion would basically get be be sent to the medical board or be purview I don't know. I I can't remember the exact words they use, but basically they would have to um, answer to them because this is how it is nowadays. And then I'm watching and this woman comes up and they're talking about the religious exemptions. And 
we've we know that the, the religious exemptions are protected by the 1964 Civil Rights Act that states that an employer cannot religiously discriminate against an employee and that accommodations must be made reasonable accommodations but accommodations so until this point everyone I know was getting ready or had already submitted or was about to submit their religious exemption including me because I'm a healthcare worker and so my job hadn't mandated it yet but I had emailed the CEO of the company that I work for and said how do we submit a religious exemption if it applies and I'll get back into that in a minute but so this woman gets up and she asks, wait, so religious exemptions, the, like the employers can't de- decide to take them? And I'm expecting to hear at this point, well, they're guaranteed by, you know, the 1964 Civil Rights Act, but we don't encourage them or whatever it's going to be. But instead, what I heard was, no, absolutely, the employer cannot accept them. There are no religious exemptions to these mandates at all. Doesn't matter what there is. Doesn't matter how they submit it. Absolutely will not be accepted. Now, I don't believe this is legal. I think this will be fought immediately um, as long as people step forward, which I already have. I've contacted a lawyer. I've contacted ICANN, um, the Informed Consent Action Network. I've contacted um, two lawyers. I've contacted the um, New York State Constitutional uh, Constitutional Coalition, and I've contacted Liberty Council. I also contacted Senator Daphne Jordan to ask her how we're going to fight this ourselves. But... Even not being legal, New York State's going to try to do it. And we have to stand up and we have to fight against it because we should have a right to say we shouldn't even need a religious exemption. But we do have the right to one. We should have a right to say that this goes against my religious beliefs. And I don't have to explain to you why it goes against my religious beliefs. It's my religious beliefs. And I don't have to explain to you my religious beliefs because it's my religious belief and it's protected by the First Amendment and it's protected by the 1964 Civil Rights Act. I'm literally going to run out of breath because I'm talking so fast because I'm so mad about all of this. So I'm listening to all of this and they're talking about how previously section 16 had religious exemptions, but now that's gone. And that means that anyone who previously held a religious exemption has now lost their religious exemption. So then I watch another man come forward and he says, this is going to infuriate you. He talks about how, what are we going to do about not all healthcare workers are, are covered under this mandate. So what about the ones that aren't, like the home health aid workers? How are we going to get them to get it? What if people from these fields that were mandating are now moved to the fields of the home health aid and they are moving there so that they don't have to get it? What are we going to do in 90 days? Because this apparently this mandate only lasts 90 days. Um are we gonna are we gonna go after them too to make sure that people aren't moving jobs to avoid it? Because there's a shortage and we don't want to contribute to that shortage. So how are we gonna make people get it? So a couple things in the statement from him. One, they're aware that there's a shortage of healthcare workers, and yet they're still planning to mandate something they know will cause healthcare workers to quit or be fired or leave their jobs. Quick note here: don't quit. Make them fire you claim unemployment, up their unemployment rate. You should not quit whatever happens. But so they're all, he's all worried about this. You know, how is, how is this going to affect our, are we going to have shortages? How are we going to make sure we get after them? And this proves that they know that healthcare workers are not okay with this. They know that healthcare workers are, are not, some of them are saying, I'm not going to get this no matter what you do to me. 
And so, so part of that section 16 that they were talking about is that now even employees who already had an exemption on file and it had been accepted, they are now revoked. They are completely revoked. And this absolutely disgusted me, like disgusted me. So then later on, oh gosh, I know I'm going fast and I'm sorry guys, but I have to tell you this really threw me for a loop. Later on, they go in and they discussed, um, a, a gentleman comes forward and he says, what are we going to do? What provisions are we going to make basically? Be, what if people don't comply? What if 25% of healthcare workers don't comply and we already have a shortage and there's more of a shortage? What are we going to do? How are we going to affect this? How is New York State going to address this? And the woman who's basically running the meeting, who's giving all the answers says, I, I'm not. I'm not sure what we're going to do. I'll get back to you. So basically, they're setting up for either mass compliance or mass defiance, and we're going to have a complete healthcare collapse in New York State. And I have to tell you, uh, I'm in a group of over uh, 1.3 thousand healthcare workers. The group's only been available for a couple weeks. There's already that many, and they're all stating, "I will. I will be fired first. I will be fired before I get this. I will not risk my health for this. I've my health for this. I have seen what is happening to the people who got it. I have seen the effects. They are stating it is not it is not mostly the unvaccinated that are in the hospitals. They are stating the effects that they're seeing in young children and well in young teenagers and, and adults are absolutely terrifying and they are refusing to get it. So I have to be honest that I think we're gonna see a total collapse of the healthcare system if 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 this goes through. Now, I do think there's going to be, like I said, legal battles, and I've already started my own, and I've gotten some people on board in that in that thousand-person group, and we're working on it now. This because this was just today, but I will also tell you in the field that I work with, we are at such a shortage of employees that they are offering a huge sign-on bonus, more than any of us ever got, because we do not make great money in the field that I'm in, and we cannot afford to lose employees. We cannot. So earlier today, I got an email from my employer that they were waiting for direction from New York State as to if we were in part of the mandates. And they would basically follow what New York State said, and they would let us know what New York State said regarding exemptions. So I emailed my employer back in, in uh, like a mass reply so that it, it went back to everyone. And I asked how to go about submitting a religious exemption, because that's guaranteed by the 1964 Civil Rights Act. And how, how who we would who how we how we would submit it basically. <laughs> There's a little trip over my words. Um, how we would would go about submitting this religious exemption that's guaranteed. And the CEO emailed me back and he said they're not sure. They're waiting to hear from New York State as to what exemptions apply, and that they would let us know as soon as they knew. And I emailed back again and I stated, regardless of what New York State is telling you. A religious exemption is guaranteed by the 1964 Civil Rights Act. So I don't care, basically, I said this much nicer, but I don't care what they tell you because it's religious religious discrimination if you deny my religious exemption, regardless of what they say. So I would hope as an employer, you would give me the instructions of how to submit a religious exemption. And then after you accept it, I would hope that you would fight against New York State and say, no, I'm not going to discriminate against my employee because I don't want to contribute to the already growing healthcare shortage in New York State. I don't think that would be fair. So I've already drafted my letter now that this is all of this happened with my employer before what happened today. And I 
have already, you know, drafted a letter to my employer stating that um, this whole thing is going to be fought in a court of law regarding the New York State Department of Health. I think that their legal counsel um, has either given their bad advice or taken the daring move in order to hopefully get people to vaccinate in fear. That they, I think they hope that a lot of people will just comply out of fear and go get it and not stand up for their rights. But that's not what I think will happen here. Um, so I think I think that there will be legal battles, but I let my employer know. Like I, I hope that you know that there are legal battles and you don't, battles and you don't take any steps to fire any employees because of it. I hope that makes sense. Like I know all of these employees, they're not going to get it. And the field we're in, we're desperate for people. I mean, most fields are desperate for people. There's just no one right now. And the thing is, we just need to stand and we need to fight. And we need to not comply. And as every time a person complies, every time a person hands over their vaccination papers, they're basically saying, whatever, go ahead. Whatever, go ahead. I don't care what you do. And it's just, it's from the beginning I've said this. It's one more freedom stripped. One more freedom stripped. It starts with the mask. It starts with two weeks to comply. It starts with stay in your homes. It starts with social distancing. And then it becomes, you must you must stay in your homes. You must go buy tons of toilet paper. I don't know what that was. Um, you must... Um, not go to church. You must not go to buildings, but you can still go to strip clubs, but you can't go to buildings. You must not go out and eat unless, you must, must not go out to a bar unless you can eat. You can have a beer if you have a chicken wing. Everyone knows that joke from Andrew Cuomo. And all of this goes on and on and on. And then it's, you must get a vaccine. And then it's, if you don't get the vaccine, you can't be in normal life. And at what point are you going to decide, no, no more, no more? Because I'm going to tell you, I was reading about the Jews everything that happened in Nazi Germany. And this person I was reading about said, you know, all of these small things happen and we kept thinking, it'll get better, it'll go away. It'll get better, go away. And the person I was reading, it said, and then they handed the Jews the stars and we knew this wasn't going away and we knew this was going to be bad. And I just thinking, is that the point it's going to take to? Because we're basically already there in so many ways. We're already where people have vaccination papers. Thank goodness uh, Italy is burning them in mass. People are saying, I won't comply even though I got vaccinated because this isn't right. So thank goodness some of them are standing up. But we're already there in the United States. New York City, I know I discussed this before, has full out banned people from inside of buildings, inside of any public building, I think other than grocery shopping, if you don't have a vaccine paper. And the horrible thing about that is these businesses are just starting to make make money again. And I I truly hope it's a total collapse. I, I hope that people refuse to go in vaccinated and unvaccinated and say, wait a minute, we don't want segregation. Uh, a business in my local town here, not a very popular business um, and not one I'd ever go in, but a, a business in my local town has decided to implement that. If you don't show your vaccine papers, don't go in. So I won't go. I'm not going to support you. I'm not going to support a business like that. It's not going to happen. And that's what we should all be doing. We should all be saying, nope, not complying. Nope, I'm not wearing a mask. Nope, I'm not getting the vaccine if I don't want to. Nope, I'm not going into business and showing my vaccine papers. It's not going to happen. But I want to tell you what happened at the end of this meeting because it just shows how stupid this all is. Really, really how stupid this all is. Okay, so this woman on one of the main boards says, wait a minute, we've, we've asked a lot of questions that still need to be answered today. And again, I'm, I'm paraphrasing this. So 
are we going to are you going to get back to us with these questions and then we'll vote on this emergency measure for mandates cuz this mandate lasts 90 days and i'm thinking oh my goodness someone has some sense there's so many things not answered and so many things not okay here that we're going to take go away from this and then we're going to come back to it and they say nope nope you're wrong you're you're misunderstanding we're going to vote today and we're going to put all of these things in place and we'll just answer your questions later we're going to come back in 90 days so don't worry We'll, we'll either we'll either put out things in between the 90 days to kind of address some of these issues or in 90 days we'll address it again. So you just had an hour meeting. People had a lot of questions about all of this. We have questions about the legal ramifications of it as to if you can apply religious exemptions, how this is going to work if we have healthcare shortages, how many of these things are going to be applied, how employers are even going to go forward with implementing it. And you're saying you don't have answers to any of these questions. But sure, let's put it in place anyway. Where have we heard this before? Didn't this happen with, uh, was it Obamacare? That where they said, um, was it Nancy Pelosi that said it? Where they said, um, well, you have to pass it and then you can read it. And they passed it. And here we are. And today they passed these emergency measures when many of the people are saying, wait, what about this? Wait, what about this? How do we implement this? How does this implement this? And you're going to see disastrous, disastrous things because of it. And what I think it calls for personally, I think it calls for is we need to pick a day. We need to pick a day in September. I I personally think a Friday. I don't know. I'm in the middle of figuring out exactly how to do this. And we need to pick a day and all call out. All of us healthcare workers need to call out that day. And you know what else? The teachers need to call out that day because they're talking about mandating the teachers now that don't want to get it. So all of these teachers and all of these healthcare workers need to call out on the same day and show just how significantly this is going to affect the healthcare system if they try to mandate this. They can't survive without us. People seem to forget this. If you go to an emergency room and there's no nurses, if you go to an emergency room and there's no one to clean the rooms, if you go to the emergency room and there's no doctors, and I'm not saying they would all, I know about 60 to 70% have complied already, but they're not all on staff at the same time. And there are 20 to 25 to 30% of healthcare workers who have said no, or only gotten one, and they don't want to get another, or they don't want to get the third one, so they want to stand up against these exemptions. But they're not all scheduled on the same day. So there might be half of the doctors there and not half of the doctors there. And none of this is going to carry out if half the workers are missing. And people are starting to realize this. Healthcare workers are starting to realize that they have the power. They're skilled workers who deserve to have the right to a religious exemption. And they're going to stand up against these mandates. And it's not going to end well for the New York State. For New York State, it's not going to end well for people, to be honest with you. I mean, if my child's hurt and I want to go to the emergency room and they only have half staff, this is really going to be a problem. I'm not sure you heard this week, but Washington State mandated all of its teachers to get the vaccine. There is no testing exemption. There is nothing. You either get the vaccine or you can't work. Now, Washington State still has a religious exemption because we all still have a religious exemption, but they're not trying to take it away yet. But I do believe it's coming. I believe it's coming. I believe more mandates are coming. And I believe if you don't stand now, there may be even a forced vaccination. And I know that sounds so dramatic. But imagine four months ago how dramatic mandates sounded. And all of this we know is because Pfizer just got its approval. Now, a lot of that's up in the air. Some people are stating that when you read the actual FDA documents that the Pfizer vaccine was not approved, 
the one that everyone's been getting, that there's another one that's been approved, but that one isn't actually on the market yet. There's a lot of confusion around it, so I'm not ready to report on all of it and get all of the facts, but I want to go over a quick thing with you, okay? Um, Pfizer gets the vaccine approval, right? FDA approval, woohoo, you know, vac- you know, whatever. FDA approval. Who's excited about that? Because I have to tell you that anyone who wasn't getting this vaccine probably wasn't waiting for FDA approval because we know that the FDA approved Vioxx. And how many people are they estimating now that Vioxx killed? 60,000 people? And according to NPR, one-third of the new drugs that went on the market, this is an article in 2017, one-third of the new drugs that went on the market had safety problems after they received FDA approval. So I don't know that many of us approve care. I don't know if that many of us care if if the FDA has approved it at all. I mean, didn't the FDA approve cigarettes that kill about 1,300 people a day, right? Lung cancer, all of those issues from, from smoking. How many years ago was it that they were telling us how good cigarettes are for you and how good alcohol was for you? And I mean, wasn't there a whole can- a whole thing on like doing heroin or crack or something many years ago that doctors would prescribe it? We know that the science changes is my point. And we know that FDA approval means nothing. And if people were already hesitant to get the vaccine due to religious reasons or medical reasons or just their own risk versus benefit assessment, we should let them make that own decision. Make their own decision. You'll have to excuse me, I'm still losing my voice. So this FDA approval comes out. And do you really think, do you really think that that's going to change anyone's mind? Do you think that's going to make us go out and run and get it tomorrow? I don't think so. Because as I said, we need to let people decide on their own. Now, You may be asking right now, because I'm going to sum this up, because I said it would be short, and it's not that short, because I started rambling. I'm sorry. But you may be asking, what can I do? Well, first and foremost, if you don't want to get it, don't comply. If it means losing your job, lose your job. I got to be honest with you. um, In the field I'm in, McDonald's workers right now, because of New York State and how they mandated, how they made a law that uh, certain employers have to go at a higher rate of... um, Uh, of pay because they have more than 30 um, businesses or more than 30, yeah, more than 30 branches, uh, not branches, more than 30 establishments across the United States that they have to have a higher weight. So McDonald's workers right now are making over $3 more an hour than I'm making at my job that I'm required to have a couple hundred hours of training and to be med certified and skip certified and diabetes certified and and all of these, uh, what, what else, Heimlich, a, um, uh, CPR, first aid, AED, all of these, oh, AED, yeah, AED. Um, I'm required to have all of these, but I could go work at Walmart at Walmart or McDonald's or um, Aldi's or many of these places and make three, four more dollars an hour. So let's be honest about that. You can probably go get a better job. It just, that's not true for everyone. Um, and I realize that. And some people are going to have to make a sacrifice and some people are going to have to decide what they want to do. I'm, I'm not really sure what the best case is for you. But if you want to know what to do, stand up. Don't comply. Even if you got vaccinated, stand with the people who didn't so that you have a choice later on if you want to get a third, fourth or fifth booster, whatever it's going to be. Also, start writing your congressmen, write your senators, write your representatives, go to your school board meetings. Start standing up and saying, no, this is not okay. Start running for your school board meeting. Start running for senator and congressman if that's what you feel you can do. Start contributing to the lawyers who are fighting these these causes. 
You know, these things take money. If, if you can't do these things, then go out and support the ones that can. And most importantly, to me, just because for this week, it's most important, but I hope you come out to the rallies. There's a bunch of medical freedom rallies going on all over the world. Find one local to you and go. This week, there's one in Albany um, at the Capitol building uh, this Sunday, which is the 29th, I think. And it is at 1 p.m. at the State Capitol building in Albany, New York. And I'm going to be there. And I'm going to be there. And I'm going to support the cause because I know medical freedom is important. A lot of people look at this and go, who cares? Just get the vaccine. Who cares? Just wear a mask. But the fact is that all of these things tread into other things. And we're seeing that now. It's two weeks to slow the spread. And then it slowly became lock yourselves in your home. You can't have weddings. You can't have parties. You can't have people in your household. You can't have more than 10 at Thanksgiving. You have to have the vaccine to go here. You have to have the vaccine to go there. You Now you have to wear masks again, even though you're vaccinated. Now you have to get the third booster shot. When is it going to stop people? And you know my answer on this, and I'm not going to quote um, the Bible as far as my favorite characters, because I've done that in the last three podcasts. But I'm going to tell you, stand in the fire and and fight. Know that you are in the right. So yeah, bad things might come. I don't know. I can't tell you what's going to happen. Am I, I'm not scared to lose my job. Am I concerned about what's going to happen with my family and our finances? Absolutely. But I know that God will protect us and God will provide because I'm doing what is right. I'm doing what I'm called to do. And just as in those Bible stories that I said I'm not going to bring up, God protected. He provided. And he will do that for you too if you're willing to fight, if you're willing to stand up. Now, one last thing I want to mention is that uh, Set Apart uh, with KC now has a Facebook page and you can look me up. And a lot of these things I'll be talking about in my podcasts will have links and articles on that page. And you can only check out that page on the bmgnetwork.com. Now, also, there are some other amazing shows on there. There's the Ken and Mike show. There's the Adrian Ross show. There is the Ken Burns show. There is the Pac-Man podcast. And there are some other great content on there I want you to check out. So for those of you in New York, I hope to see you this Sunday at 1 p.m. at the Medical Freedom Rally at the Capitol Building. And for everyone else, I'll talk to you next Friday on Set Apart with KC, only on the BMG Network. Set Apart with KC was produced, edited, and recorded in the BMG studio. Music by Kevin McLeod. For more episodes of Set Apart with KC, go to thebmgnetwork.com. Join me next time on Set Apart with KC, only on the BMG Network. <laughs>